All right, so we're going to see if we can actually fully record this one because we've stopped like three times. But uh, my name's Alexa. I'm Emily. And this is No Reading Required. Um, it's about books. <laughs> but yes. you don't have to read them, so it's fine. Yes, hence No Reading Required. Um, this is about books and the conversations that come up through them. Yeah, because through- of them and around them. Yeah, basically. So this is why you don't have to read the book. We will read it. But if you want to read the book, that's fine that too. That would be great. That would be amazing. So. Um, we encourage reading over here. We do. Even reading if you is fundamental. Do it like us when you say you're going to read and then it takes you three months to finish a book. Yes, we are horrible readers. Um, so we're relatable. We're not like the type of people that read like more three than books a week. Books. <laughs> yeah, or more than three books a week. More like one book every three or four months yeah i used to be able to do that in high school when i had no responsibilities or concept of a social life but same yeah now i'm here (laughs) when we didn't have bills to pay yeah um yeah um so we decided to start a podcast because well it was emily's idea she came to me one day and was like let's start a podcast (laughs) because we met to read our books (laughs) and didn't read our books (laughs) and instead talked about the podcast which is representative of what kind of readers we are yeah because we just sat there and talked for two hours instead of (laughs) being productive (laughs) um but we both really like podcasts so yes and i think emily's partially responsible for me getting into podcasts (laughs) because we work together yes so okay this is how we met we worked together um so we haven't actually known each other for that long it's been less than a pregnancy you said that last time. I Because I, I thought about something that they're like, someone said something, and I was like, oh my god, yeah, less than a pregnancy. And yeah, I was just like, where did that come from? That, it's a good way to gauge things. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we have not even yet formed a full a whole human. human yet. Um, and yet, here we are. But anyways, yes, this is how we met. <laughs> we met through work. Um, and our common ground that we kind of found was books and we both have like the same type of reading style of what we like to read mm-hmm. um yeah books are like the main topic because when I first started Emily was the only girl there mm-hmm. so like we had to be friends anyway yeah because we were the only girls um but like we're actually friends so it's cool yeah <laughs> um, we actually had a lot in common so yeah that worked out was helpful and she trained me so we spent a lot of time where it was just the two of us doing stuff because we were training how to, like, open and And things. thankfully, we liked each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, at work, it's a whole big thing. Like, everybody used to talk about podcasts. Like, everybody loves the Joe Rogan podcast. Yes. Joe Rogan is, like, what? Like, the god of... Podcasts in our, in our <laughs> yeah. workplace. Like, our boss, everybody. And, like, I didn't listen to podcasts when I started working there, and then I found one that I really liked, and I'm working my way through their podcast. And now you're like, you listen to podcasts very regularly, right? Yeah, sometimes more than music now, which I never yeah. thought would happen. No, yeah. I think that's how podcasts are. Is like, you know, you always hear people, like, that don't like podcasts, or just because they haven't, like, found what they're into, and mm-hmm. then once they find it, they're like, oh my god. Yeah, and yeah. it just kind of opens this gateway of, like, podcasts, because... There really is a podcast for everything now. Yeah, because I used to think, like, oh, that's just boring. Like, why would you want to sit and listen to a person talk? But yeah. I think my trick is you have to find a podcast that's run by more than one person. 
Yeah. Because then it's a conversation. Yeah, I can see I that. It's more interesting. I kind of like both. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like podcasts that are either, like, multiple people or even just one person. Um, but, yeah, I think the trick is, yeah, finding what you like and the topics that you're into. That's mm-hmm. really all there is to it. Just like books. I think... I don't believe that anybody doesn't like to read. I think they just haven't found what they like to read yet. Mm-hmm. Um, which is also, like, another purpose of this podcast is maybe... Um, talking about books and maybe some of y'all who don't read will start getting into reading maybe if you want um but yeah yeah because like I have friends that like even like my best friend growing up like I was always the bookworm mm-hmm. like I read all the time I was that person at the library and was like you yeah. can take another book home even though you shouldn't be allowed to yeah like because those are the rules but they were like, you're going to bring it back in three days. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, my best friend was always like, I don't want to read. I hate books. Yeah. I would rather not do that. And I was just, like, I never understood it. Because I was like, why not? It's fun. <laughs> yeah. I had a social life. But, <laughs> but like. Well, do- you know, I think when you're a young, angsty teenager, you kind of need, like, an escape. Yeah. And, I don't know, I think that escape is going to be, like, safe and in books or... Something you know, else. maybe little walk on the wild side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I definitely didn't have that. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Did not. Um, but yeah, I had the same experience as you. as like being in the library like all the time. Any chance that I could get. Mm-hmm. Um, which is another thing maybe we'll talk about further down the road is like, I don't know, the culture of like library and reading mm-hmm. in school. Like I think it's kind of, I don't know, at least where I went to school it was like, I would be told by teachers all the time, like, oh, you can't go to the library, you can't read right now. Mm-hmm. When I, like, had finished my work, and it's like, okay, well, if I can't read here, then where can I read? But also, like, it was, like, such a saving, you know, mm-hmm. grace, I guess, when you're that age to be able to, like, escape into a library with, like, a really good, cool librarian. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that's one reason why I really like reading as much as I do is because... I mean, it became such an important thing for me because, like, I used to be... You know, like, I used to pronounce words weird and... Mm-hmm. Um, I still do. Like, there's certain words that I still say oddly, and mm-hmm. it's because I learned them through reading yeah. and not from, like, hearing them. Yeah. So, like, compromise, I say compromise a lot if I don't stop and think about it. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of words that I just mm-hmm. really say weird, but, like, one of the reasons I did read a lot is because I had a really good librarian, and if I turned yeah. a book in, she was like, oh, you like this? Read this. Yeah. Or this. Or try this. I think mm-hmm. you'd like it. And, like, I think that's very important, too, to yeah. have someone to point you in a direction yeah so like go librarians because yeah and you've also mentioned before like when you were younger that you weren't good at reading no right no I wasn't yeah like like, I remember being pulled out of class to go sit in a group and like read flashcards because I wasn't good at reading and like that's why I really like Harry Potter a lot, which mm-hmm. I know is like a whole thing, but it's because yeah. those are the books that got me into reading. Yeah. And like the whole reason I was as good of a reader as I was later on because I yeah. spent so much time reading them. And you know, like I think that's kind of interesting because I was the opposite when I was younger. I was like really like I excelled at mm-hmm. reading and mm-hmm. was like put into like those, you know, further advancement classes I guess for reading. Mm-hmm. But I feel like now I'm a bad reader. Like I'm so slow mm-hmm. and I feel like my retention is like not that much, which like I'm getting better at it because like I'm older and, you know, I'm just I guess more like aware of the issues that I have with reading so I try to be more like conscious and like paying attention to what I'm reading and 
mm-hmm. like going word for word. So I don't know. I just feel like it, it always hurts me when I hear people say like, oh, like I'm not good at reading and blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, it's like, yeah, like go for it, you know? Try. Yeah. There's just so much you're like going to miss out on if you're not reading. <laughs> See, but in like with the whole attention span thing, mm-hmm. I think a lot of that, I mean, like every person, I mean, people just in general are like that mm-hmm. sometimes, but I think it's just kind of this generation because yeah, like our attention true. spans have been have kind of been modified. Yeah. Because like we have so much social media. Mm-hmm. I mean, like tweets used to be what like 40 characters like oh yeah we were kind of i mean not like we were trained but just like the social landscape that we grew up with like the internet and like i said twitter but like tiktok yeah like your attention span is a minute at most and then you just move on to the next thing yeah well no you're kind of right like we kind of are trained to be focusing on multiple things Mm -hmm. at once like i told you like I'm pretty sure I suffer from some form of ADD. I haven't been tested for it, but even, like, looking back to when I was younger, I can definitely see, like, there were, like, I just couldn't sit down and listen. Like, I, like, it was such a struggle for me, and then inside my head, I would be, like, thinking about all of these different things, or, you know, like, fidgeting around in my chair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think if you're, like, sitting down and feeling like, you know, crap, like, I can't do this, like, I cannot sit here for 20 minutes and read Mm -hmm. like you're not like that's kind of what we've been taught you know Mm -hmm. yeah okay so what are the last like three books that you've read oops excuse me (laughs) see if i can edit that out (laughs) okay the last you want me to (laughs) um the last three books that i've read okay i don't know i don't think this is the order that i read them in but um, I read Mr. Penumbra's 24-Hour Bookstore mm-hmm. by Robin Sloan, I think is how you pronounce his last name. Mm-hmm. Loved that book. Um, it was one of those books that, like, really made me, like, I don't know, audibly express my feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there was just so many times where I would, like, laugh out loud. Like, seriously laugh, not just, like, hmm. mm-hmm. you know. Um, and it was just, like, so light. And this was, like, I think I read it, like, in the heart of quarantine. Mm-hmm. So it was just a really good escape. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I read, oh, Let Me Lie was actually the last one that I read by Claire McIntosh, who is, like, my favorite mm-hmm. author ever. If you love a good psychological thriller, it's her. Like, she's just amazing, and I try and recommend her anytime that I can. And then I read the autobiography of Gucci Mane. I love a good autobiography. You told me about that one, and I thought that one was really interesting. Yeah, I love autobiographies. Like, I could read about anybody, and, um, I mean, anytime you, like, get done reading an an autobiography, and you, like, feel like you, like, know the person, or have empathy or sympathy for them or something, like... like you understand. Yeah, like, you know, then it's in its job. Like, mm-hmm. I, I liked reading it. I loved hearing his voice through it, um... What made you choose to read that one? Because I know you told me you don't really listen to Gucci Mane. No, I don't. Okay, so, like I said, I love autobiography, so I will read pretty much anything by anyone, um, whether or not I like that person or support them or whatever. Um, But the cover of the book is really beautiful, Um, and that's honestly what caught my eye. Mm -hmm. So 
I judged the book by its cover and I was not disappointed. Um, but yeah, that's really it. <laughs> it just had a really nice cover. And um, obviously, you know, he seems like an interesting man. He has a cool name. Yeah. So it's like cool cover, cool name. Why would I not? Mm -hmm. And I was not disappointed. The man has lived a life. Living out here. Yes. What about you? What are your last three books? Um, I... I know my, like, my most recent last two, but my, like, farthest away from me in time, I don't know how to say that, um, was probably Saint Anything by Sarah Dessen, um, and I probably didn't even, like, I don't think I even read through it all the way, I think it was just one of those books I read in high school that I, like, read okay. in one sitting, because yeah, yeah. I loved it so much, yeah. but I think it was just, like, around when... You love some Sarah Dessen. I do. I Everybody do. has that guilty... And it, pleasure it's because I read a lot of them in high school yeah. when I was just like sad and alone and you know, it's just like, it's yeah. comforting and, yeah. but I remember saying anything was like one specific, like I read it in one sitting, like mm -hmm. I was at home. I was yeah. just like, I went and I told my mom like, please don't bother me. I'm going to read this book today. <laughs> like the whole thing, just like leave me be. And do I just, not ask me to clean the bathroom or do this. Yeah. I literally just sat in my room and read the book the whole day. My sister would like come in and out of our room and be like, mm -hmm. so where are you at? Cause she, she like she was she was not a big reader she still isn't yeah so she would always just be like what what are you doing and but like I think it was more of a comfort thing because mm -hmm. it was like when quarantine started yeah and I didn't know what I was gonna read next or anything mm -hmm. and I just needed to like revive some of that yeah comfort and yeah. peace and like I know the story is comforting um, and then of course because I was comforted by a book I immediately read mm -hmm. it by Stephen King. <laughs> Uh, cause I think at some point you have to read a Stephen King. Yeah. And I haven't yeah. read one. I still haven't, yeah. I, I recommend, I have it if you want to buy it. It took me so long to get through. And I think it's because he's so detailed. Yes. And. Yeah. Like, it's blasphemous, but I watched both the movies before I read the book. Mm -hmm. Which. It'd be like that sometimes. Yeah, it's just, they came out and I was like, oh, let's go see what this is about. Because yeah. I was like, I don't think I'm going to read some Stephen King. And then I was like, I should probably read some Stephen King. I've seen the movie. What could be worse? The, the book is worse. The book is so gra yeah. graphic yeah. and vivid and detailed that it, like, there were times when I stopped reading or, like, I wouldn't read at night unless I was somewhere with people. <laughs> like, I, I used to go, like, to my old job and sit outside at a picnic table outside while, like, my friends were working or closing or whatever because there were people near me and there was light. And so I could read at night. Yeah. And it took me so long to get through because there were just points where I was just like, that's too much. I gotta... Yeah. Like, I'd just be sitting in my car, like, when I got home at night, like, I can't get out. There's gonna be a clown out there. <laughs> like, and it's just because it gets in my head so much. Yeah. But, like... I felt like it was a rite of passage. You have to read Stephen King at some point. So I was like, I, I've seen yeah. the movies. It's a good place to start. I agree. I think it is a rite of passage or path? Passage? Uh, passage? I don't know. We should know. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I did, and I don't regret it because it was a very... I'd never read a book like that. Yeah. That was, I mean, so kind of horror-based. Right. So. I feel like his books are, like, an experience. They, it really is, because, like, you're fully... Like, even in the first, like... 10, 20 pages, I, like, probably could have drawn a map of dairy if I really wanted to and, like, sat yeah. down and was like, okay, this would be here, this would be here, this would be here. Because it's so detailed. Yeah. Like, the streets and everything. Yeah. And, I mean, like, I'd already seen the movie, so I already had, like, a visual in my head. Mm -hmm. But, like, it was perfectly done. Yeah, and I think that's why I haven't read a Stephen King book yet is because I've tried in the past and mm -hmm. they're just, like, way, 
way too detailed. I'm like, okay, like. What have you tried to read? I tried to read the Tommy Knockers once. I haven't heard of. Um, I think it's it's about like aliens or something, or I don't want to say aliens. I think that might be a little bit too like out there. Out there, but I, it's just like things, yeah. creatures buried underground. I think oh, that like okay. start to come out. Okay, so like a paranormally kind of thing. Kind of, yeah. Okay. Um, and I can't remember the other ones I tried to read, but like, yeah. Interesting. I have read um, a book by Joe Hill, Heart Shaped Box, and I... he's also very. Haven't heard of that. Detail sounds interesting. Yeah, um, it's a son. But oh yeah, Ooh, okay, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. All right. Um, and then the most recent book that I've finished reading was *The Residence*. Um, inside the private world of the White House, which you lent to me. Yes. Because uh, we were talking about books at work, and she was like, well, if you like reading, like, this kind of stuff, like, mm-hmm. I have this book, you should read it, and then we'll watch The Butler, which yeah. which we did, and I'm so glad I did, because it was, or we did, because it was, it's really eye-opening, but it's about just, like, how the people in the White House work, and, yeah, like, different people across different administrations, mm-hmm. and... That book frustrated me, but I think we're going to talk about it later, so I'm not going to talk about it right now, but it just, it was really good, but it really frustrated me. Yeah. Because layout, but, (laughs) um, but that's it. And then, uh, current book. Wait, did you cover all your three? Yeah, those are my three. Current book. Yes. What are you currently reading? I'm reading Fanocracy, which you picked out for me. Yes. Um, and, uh. Without so that's the whole thing. We'll talk talk about it in a minute. But <laughs> yeah. um, you picked it out for me, um, and it's about it's by David Mirren, um, Scott and Rico Scott, and it's about turning fans into customers and customers mm-hmm. into fans. Um, because I told Emily that I wanted a book that was like, um, nonfiction, and I'm currently doing a sports management certification, which mm-hmm. I'm almost done with, by the way. Um, I just have like projects left. Oh, nice. I watched all my videos and stuff. Um, so I'm doing it online because you know COVID also it's based in new york and i'm in texas so um, <laughs> you know um but it's really interesting learning about that because it's, it's relevant to what i'm learning yeah so i'm like i'm a bad reader so i haven't read very much of it uh since i started reading but i'm going to but have you enjoyed what you've read so far i have okay i have it's been very relevant okay what are you reading um i'm reading early riser by jasper ford um interesting book that is for sure um yeah i really don't know where to start with it um but basically they like go and hibernate every winter um that's the premises of it but it's pretty freaking weird (laughs) um just like the way that these characters interact with each other and it's a bit refreshing too because they don't follow, like, the norms, the social norms of today. Like, mm-hmm. they're just very, like, they don't have any time for politeness. They're just kind of like, okay, like, this is what you're in my life for. What do you have for me that I need? Okay, bye. Like, yeah. There's no messy emotional yeah. thing. Yeah, they're not, like, trying to be polite. I mean, it's just very, like, cut and dry. Um, <clears throat> and, yeah, I'm... It's, it's interesting. Um, <laughs> this is one that you picked out for me. It's a fantasy book. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I guess we'll get into that. But we 
went to Barnes and Noble and picked up books for each other, and that was pretty fun. It was, and I, I'm like I'm really excited for like when we've done it a couple times. I mean, granted, at this point it's gonna be like three times a year <laughs> with the pace we read, yeah. but. Um, <laughs> Because I think the more we learn about what we like and, like, yeah. get feedback and stuff, it'll be really fun to do that. Because yeah. it's just, I don't know, it's just fun to, like, share that with someone. Like, you're reading. And I think it, like, worked really well for us because it's, like, we already have similar interests in what we like to read. Mm-hmm. But different enough to where it's, like, okay, well, like, I know you like this type of stuff, so mm-hmm. let me, like, suggest something kind of knew that you wouldn't normally pick for yourself but i still think that you're gonna like you know yeah and i think that's too is like we both completely i think we both went out of our comfort zone mm-hmm. this one because like even with the one that i picked for you that i thought you would be interested because it's kind of what you told me about I yeah think it's not that i wouldn't pick it for me it's just mm-hmm. a little out you know like you said out yeah. of my comfort zone yeah and i think you did the same thing for me yeah so i thought that was really cool that we were just pushing each other just a little bit yeah and you know what I think that's, like, the thing, too, with reading is that, well, at least for me, mm-hmm. I love to stay in my comfort zone of what I like to read. Mm-hmm. So you so- know you're not going to be disappointed <laughs> yes. at the end of your book. You're yeah. going to be like, yep, this is a good book, or it's happy, it made me yeah. feel the way I wanted it to. Exactly. Like, I, like I said, I love Claire McIntosh, and I'm like, I will, I can read so many psychological thriller books. Mm-hmm. But at some point, it's like, okay, like, this probably, like, I could probably expand my horizons a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, hence the fantasy book that you got me. Um, and I'm glad because it's definitely not something that I would have picked for myself. Mm-hmm. I always find myself, like, going to other genres and, like, I'll look at them and I'm like, eh, like, I'm gonna just stick to what I know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was really a good chance for me to, like, step out of my comfort zone and I found myself, like, really liking it. Like, I can't wait when I wake up to go back to bed mm-hmm. later that night and read yeah. that book. So, it's been well. It's worked out good. Good. I was really, like... Because when you told me you wanted fantasy and I was, like, trying to research, like, good starter, like, fantasy mm-hmm. books. But, like... And you told me you didn't want, like, a series or anything. Because, a lot like, of fantasy books are series. They're all series. Yeah, and, like, and even, they're all, like, hefty, too. Yeah, and even, like, it burns into one, like, okay, but she wants to, like, try fantasy. So I don't want to get her, like, a whole yeah novel, you know, or yeah. a whole, like, a book. Like, you read one and then you have to read the next five yeah. to get, like, closure. Yeah. So I was just like... But then I found that one, and it's not at all, like, you're talking about it. It's not at all what I thought it was going to be. That's why, I know, that's why I said, I was like, oh, I don't know how to explain it. Because even when you gave it to me and I read, like, the synopsis on the back, I was like, oh, okay, like, that sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. It sounds cute. I and thought I it was, was going to be, like, kind of like a, was it, was it, like, Freddy Krueger? Is he the one that, like, gets you in your dreams? I thought it was going to be something like that. I think so. I think it's pretty good. <laughs> I think so. I should know that, but I that's the vibe I got from it was like you have to stay asleep and yeah. if you wake up you're screwed or it kind of is like kind that. of a thing. Yeah, but then like you you'll tell me like <laughs> food's bad in this world and yeah. like I was just like, huh? Because <laughs> I thought it was just about them being asleep and like running from this dude. Yeah, so in this book it's like food, like stealing food and mm-hmm. I don't know, once they get to, like, the, I think they call it, like, Fat Tuesday or Fat Thursday, once they get to that day, mm-hmm. anything that you do that can be seen as, like, losing weight or could possibly lead to you losing weight is, like, very frowned upon. Like, you cannot be sprinting to the bus because you're late. Like, that is a no-no. Like, 
I do want to read this book when you're done with it. I'm so, like, because I know you've told me these things, but then I just sit here and I'm like, okay, huh? Like, I process it, but I'm just like, I don't understand how that fits. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's so, like, I can't even begin to explain it. Like, you just have to read it. It's very odd, Mm -hmm. but in a very charming way. Yeah. Very refreshing. I think it, I think of, like, when people write stuff like this, like, I think it, it's so interesting to know that people, like, when they write, like, in a reality-based world already. Does that make yeah, sense? Yes. Like, Like, I feel like it's hard enough to just come up with unique characters and situations in, like, the world we live in. But yes, then these so people are just right. out here making whole other worlds that's, and societies. Yes, that's what gets me all the time, too, is, like, how? Like, my man can't even be <laughs> Words are hard. <laughs> Words are hard. But my mind can't even begin to, like, try and come up with, like, a whole backstory to, like, a fantasy land and, you know, all of these characters with, like, superpowers and stuff. I I can't. It's it's so entertaining to me. Like, I would love to know the thought process. Yeah. Like, you just think of one thing and, like, build around it? Or do you, like, oh, this is the main issue and how to... I'm going to build a world or is it like, yeah. Oh, well, what if this one thing in our world is different and then you yes. change everything to fit yeah. it. And, and then you have to like, I mean, if you're a good author, you have to like fix those loopholes, you know? Yeah. Like you have to completely like set everything straight. Like I follow Claire McIntosh on um, Instagram and I know she's working on a book right now. And I mean, she had posted something like that. She had been working like nonstop to try and like get this timeline correct and try and like, make it so that it makes sense yeah and i just couldn't even imagine like because they're trying not to like jk rowling it yeah (laughs) yeah where years later you're like oh by the way yeah and she's a non like she doesn't write fantasy yeah and i couldn't even imagine like writing fantasy with like all of these like i don't know like rules and stuff like yeah yeah no i just props because like it just it hurts my head to try to think of that. Yeah. I think it'd be a really fun, like, cool thing to do. I just... It hurts <laughs> to, to try to think yeah. about doing. Yeah. Okay, so what are you... Like, do you have any books that you're planning on reading next? I do. I have several. Okay. Um, I have to see when the time comes and I finish my book what I'm in the mood for. But right now, I'm thinking it's going to be... I think it's called The Dark Side of Groceries. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I am a merchandising major. I love merchandise of all forms, of clothes, of groceries, of knickknacks, you name it. Um, And I'm excited to see what this book has to say about grocery stores because, fun fact about me, I love grocery stores. I love grocery shopping. Mm -hmm. So when I saw this book, I was like, that was made for me and I need it. And I bought that the day after we went and picked out our book. So, like, I knew I would not get to it anytime soon, but I was like, I I have to have it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think that's going to be the next one I read. Okay. Do you have any other, like, other ones you want to read? Uh, that are, few... like, like, you know, like, everybody has that stack of books that they've, yeah. just, like, they've bought and they're, like, eventually. Well, there's this other one called Dataculism, which is... That's a fun name. Yeah. <laughs> Dataculism. So... I think the premise of this book is, like, you know, we're always told, like, oh, like, you know, your data is being collected of everything that you do on the phone and blah, blah, blah. And, yes, that's true, but, like, what does that say about us? Like, what is that data 
mean to us? Like, what are you to the people that look at all that kind of thing? Yeah, kind of. Basically, like, based on your Facebook profile and the way you've set it up, like, what does that say about you as a person? Or it's like what are your phone habits? That's exactly okay. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay, because like when I was taking media classes, we talked about stuff like this about mm-hmm. how like they track your phone. Yeah. They, like they don't have your name or any. Excuse me. They don't have your name or anything, but like you're a number. You're assigned a number. Yes. And yeah. And like they'll monitor like what billboards you pass mm-hmm. and like if you pass this Dude, that's billboard. So, oh, that's like, so crazy. Okay, I didn't but know like, that. But then they'll monitor like um, if you pass this billboard and then like you. Slow like, down. Like if you pass a Canes billboard. And then you order Canes. Or and something? then you go to a Canes. That is creepy. I didn't know and that. And they can like get information about that. That that's how their advertisement advertising is working is because you pass their billboard and then you win oh and that's creepy i don't know if i'm allowed to say like business names but oh well um (laughs) like that's kind of what it is it's like Mm -hmm. they 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 track you that way it's it's like out of out of home advertising yeah and it was all media based media sales and Mm -hmm. there were a lot of people like that like we had a guy from like iheart radio Some. media <laughs> advertising i don't know yeah. something coming to talk to us and he was like yeah so like they can kind of measure if you've listened to this station and you hear this mm-hmm. and then if you go might might go do something or something like that so yeah they, it's very have you seen that documentary on netflix that everybody was talking about recently <laughs> please please give me some more information okay you, okay, you have to watch it but it's basically going into all of this stuff that we're talking about now uh-huh. um what's it called let me see <laughs> i'm opening up netflix and hopefully it heard me and we'll just pull it up let me see see that's what you, it heard you <laughs> see if it heard you okay it's called the social dilemma i've heard of it i think it's on my list it's just a documentary um it's like i think it's a little no you know what i think it is a documentary okay yeah it's not that long. Okay. I don't think. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write that down so I, I remember. Um, but yeah, they basically talk about this stuff. I think it was in The Social Dilemma where um, this girl, I think she was on Tinder or something. That's fun. That's a fun time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she, I forgot like what, why she like started digging into this type of data stuff or whatever. But she found out that basically she was given a rank on the backside of tinder yeah and so i don't want to know where i am (laughs) (laughs) but basically like what tinder was doing was only giving her options of people in her rank i guess so then she starts getting more into it and she finds out that she's assigned a number and there's like a whole fat stack of like a profile of her just basically dissecting her yeah well it's so interesting yeah i'm gonna watch this when you leave you should and it's really crazy because they have like a bunch of people too from like other um i don't know other website organizations or whatever um and basically what they're saying is like these people are like you're basically a puppet like they're kind of making you do things that you wouldn't normally do you know just like the canes thing like Uh I think it's like slight manipulation. Yes. Without contact. Yes. Like we can pass a Canes billboard, you know, X amount of times and then Mm -hmm. we don't even realize it. And then we're like, oh, I feel like Canes. And we think that that's just like our like. They make us think that it's our idea. And it's not. 
you know, because when you see, like, so many Canes billboards and then you, like, see, like, influencers talking about Canes or something like yeah. that. Like, it's only a matter of time before you're going to go. Yeah. Like, uh, this is off topic, but it's kind of similar. You know those, uh, you, 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 you watch TikToks, right? Yes. Okay. Have you noticed anybody you follow with those, like, coldest water bottles? No. There are quite a few people I follow, and they all have this water bottle, and it says coldest on it. Hmm. And... Um, I saw a TikTok of one of the guys I follow who doesn't have one. His whole thing is, you know, he walks mm-hmm. holding a coffee cup into a mirror, you know, and he, you know, is talking. Yeah. And he was like, I looked up how to get one of these because I've seen so many people with them. Yeah. And I was like, I, I want one. Yeah. And he was like, but then the one I wanted was like a hundred and something dollars for a water bottle. Yeah. And he was like, and I don't even want one. That yeah. badly. Yeah, exactly. But Stuff I've like seen this. one so yeah. many times. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you have to watch it. And that's basically what I think dataculism is, is just basically saying, okay, well, we know that our data is being collected. Mm-hmm. Like, that's no longer a secret. Yeah. Now, what does that say about us as that a person? so interesting. Yeah. And it has, like, a bunch of, like, graphs and charts. Like, um, when I was, like, skimming through it in the bookstore, like, I found one chart and I was like... I don't even know what it was like. White females were on Facebook at this, you know, peak time of this day. What is that? Like, why were they all, I don't know. Because they all worked the same nine to five job, you know? (laughs) But yeah, it's basically just like taking that data and dissecting it. Just like fully profiling you based on your internet. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. So. It's interesting. Yeah. I'm going to watch that now. You, yeah, you have to. See, and that's really like, creepy. it interests me, but it freaks me out a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And I'm like, I need to get rid of all my social media. See, but I the need thing to... is that, like, I know, like, because, like, that's the thing. It's like, oh, crap. Like, everybody's, like, monitoring us and blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, they already are, so. They already are, regardless of if you have social media or not. Like, just by you having, like, a smartphone. Uh-huh. like You're screwed. Like, yeah. they already got you. Yeah. And if you're, like, still watching, like you know netflix or whatever like mm-hmm. hulu like you're still being monitored mm-hmm. you know like they're still tracking your watching pattern so it is what it is in my opinion i think just keep living your life if you want to use social media use it if you don't yeah more to you because obviously like it's not always healthy to be on it yeah all the time but i think at this point it's like we can't really do much about it like yeah i don't know no, see, because, like, I have a lot of social media, but I don't use a lot of yeah. social media. Like, I have multiple Instagrams. I don't use either of them. And you know what they were also talking about in this documentary was um, once they see, like, oh, you've been offline for a little while, like, what can we do to, like, kind of push you back into it? You know, that makes sense. Yeah. And I've experienced that because I remember one time, like, I was doing a little, like, social media cleanse and I wasn't on Instagram for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I started getting, like, notifications that I would, like, never get before. Yeah. That would be, like, oh, um... So-and-so followed these people. Yeah. Yeah, like, no. so-and-so posted for the first time I get those. It's, like... It's, okay, it's because I, I you're not those. on social media. Like, now that, um... I haven't not done a social media cleanse. Mm-hmm. I'm on social media regularly is what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say. I don't get those types of notifications. Like, because they don't need to. Yeah. They don't need to do that anymore. Because you're on, on You're willingly yeah. going to it. Exactly. Yeah. But it's when you're, I don't know, like, it's just very interesting how tailored social media is to us. But 
Yeah. See, because, like, I mean, mine does that all the time. Like, Twitter, not so much, because I do check Twitter a lot. And mm-hmm. I very rarely post, but I do scroll a lot. Yeah. And then, like, they really do. They just drag you back in. Yeah. Yeah, it's a whole, like, process, basically. I mean, it's weird to think about, but, like, each of us has, like, an assigned number. Mm-hmm. And we have, like, a fat stack that, I don't know. I don't know who goes through them, but somebody does to try and figure out like okay how can i make her use this app more often that's i love to think about but i also don't like it's so interesting (laughs) it's so interesting but then it like then you're just like wow what do these people know about me yeah like do they sit there and make fun of how much time i spend on tiktok like (laughs) that's 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 (laughs) what i think about (laughs) okay I'm going to read that book, too. Um, book? book? Show. I'm going to yes. watch the show. Yeah. This is a podcast about books. Yes. We'll get to that eventually. Um, and being a podcast, um, when I was in school last semester, I remember um, hearing, I think it was Spotify, rolling out like a new type of advertisement type of thing for podcasts. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, podcasts are very personal to people you know like yeah i think what type of podcast you listen to says a lot about you as a person um and so i think spotify kind of caught on to that and so mm-hmm. they were like okay well like how can we take advantage of what podcast people listen to and the way we advertise to them mm-hmm. um so yeah what is what do your podcast say about you well i only listen to true crime at the moment <laughs> That's about all I... That's that's what got me into podcasts. Okay, also... Is morbid, so... I've been thinking, like, why is, like, true crime and, like, just crime things in general? Like, why is it so soothing? That's a good question. <laughs> because I was watching... Okay, I've, like... I don't know. I guess this time of year, like, I just really want to be, like, comforted. Mm-hmm. And so, and you I, go to true crime for that? Yes, I've been listening to so much true crime, like way more than usual. What podcast? Um, okay, so I really like, and that's why we drink. Um, okay, Mile Higher is like my all time favorite podcast. I that. Um, but only the ones you sent me normally. Yes, um, yeah, and that's why we drink. I've sent you some of those. Yeah, um, I think I've sent you some Mile Higher. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite murder, mm-hmm. but I also like a lot of again. Well, I don't know. Um, I guess I shouldn't say nonfiction podcast because <laughs> true crime is nonfiction, I guess. But, um, well, yeah, as of lately, I've been listening to a lot more true crime mm-hmm. and I've been watching a lot more Bones. And the other day I was like, yeah, <laughs> the other day I was like sitting down and like embroidering and watching Bones and it just felt like really soothed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why am I so soothed by so this? It's very like, fall fall activities to sit and embroider yeah and watch crime shows you know yeah, why exactly you want to know why like it's because we're grandmas and that's what grandmas <laughs> do <laughs> light a candle drink some tea <laughs> embroider and watch some crime that's literally like that's my favorite day when i get to do all of those things light a candle make some coffee or some tea mm-hmm. embroider well, today's a day i woke up and i was like ah oh, it feels like a weekend i've had more than a day off in a row yeah Made some coffee, cleaned mm-hmm. a little, lit a candle. It's a good day. It's a yeah. good day. I don't get to do that. No, okay, because, like, I listen to Morbid a lot. And I've told you this. And it's because, mm-hmm. I, I mean, like, I'm a paranoid person. Yeah. And it's not even, like, 
someone's out to get me, it's just I'm always ready to turn around and hit someone. This is true. I can confirm this is true. <laughs> and it's and it's not because I want to hit someone. It's just like loud noises like scare me. Well, and you were kind of like raised this way too. Yeah, my my dad's you a cop. Have an interesting upbringing. Yeah, my dad's a cop, and like so, I was just raised to be very aware. Yeah. My surroundings, like when I go somewhere to eat, I try to sit with my back not facing a door, mm-hmm. like just so I have full visibility. I don't yeah. know, and it's just like I'll sit and watch like videos on like mm-hmm. how to, and I'm but I also like okay, okay. <laughs> how to what? Uh, listen, okay, I think it's just it's also before I say this, I think it's also just like. Everything that, like, our generation has gr- grown up with. I, mm-hmm. I'm 22, by the way. So, yeah. like, if that puts some of this into context. Yeah. Is, like, 9-11 happened when I was, like, two or three. Mm-hmm. And then we've had so many, like, school, school shootings. shootings yeah. And, like, the Colorado shootings. Like, yeah. uh, in the th- movie theaters. Like, there are times when things are just, like, in the world. Like, mm-hmm. there's just a lot of them at once, it feels like, sometimes. Yeah, for sure. And during those times, like, a while ago, I just sat in bed one night. And I had, like, watched, like, a spy movie. And I was, like, trying to go learn some spy things. Yeah. And I got on this, like, YouTube thing. And all I did was watch, like, uh, CIA agents or, like, former mm-hmm. FBI agents uh, break down people's, like, disguises and mm-hmm. accents and all that. And then I somehow, like, one of the recommended videos based off of that was, like, how to survive an active shooter. Mm-hmm. What to do to barricade yourself correctly. Yeah. And, like... It really interests me, uh-huh. and I think, like, that's... <laughs> it sounds terrible. It sounds like I'm always ready for something to go wrong. <laughs> no, I mean... Yeah, okay, go on. But I, like, I think of it more as, like, preparation. Yeah, for like, sure. And I think I've told to you fair. this. Like, even with, like, true crime, just, like, mm-hmm. as a woman, <laughs> you're kind of always, you know, you walk to, car with, walk to your car with your keys between your fingers right, there's a and whole pepper routine spray. That, and, you know, as a woman. Like, you yeah. look in your back seat before mm-hmm. you get in your car, or as you're getting in, you yeah. lock your doors immediately... Um, try and do that little, like, hurry, like, to your car. Yes. Yeah. And, like, I mean, I just grew up that way. Yeah. And it's just who I am. Mm -hmm. And, like, my roommate's the complete opposite. And when we moved in together, she'd, like, leave all the window, like, all the blinds open all the time. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, that's weird. That. Yeah. It scares me that you just leave them open at night. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, but, like, even, like, there was an episode of Morbid talking about, like, um, Oh my god, I don't even remember what the case was, but it was this guy, and he'd, like, kidnapped this girl, and, like, had taken her, like, out in the mm-hmm. middle of nowhere, and, you know, had done all these terrible things to her, and he was trying to, like, stuff her in his trunk, and she saw, like, a can of spray paint, mm-hmm. and, like, was like, this is my moment, and she, like, took it to spray him in the face, but it sprayed paint, so she forgot to shake it so nothing came out. Oops. Yeah, and it was like, oh my god, like... And then, like, he got really angry and just yeah. started, like, beating the crap out of her. And, um, then, like, a car showed up, like, driving down the road or whatever. Yeah. And so, like, he, he like, left her there and took off. But, like, it's weird, but I think of it as preparation. Because, like, if I was ever in the situation, maybe I'd think to shake the spray can because I've heard someone else didn't. Yes, you know what, I... That, <laughs> Which sounds terrible. No, you know what, I actually listened to this, I don't know if it was on And That's Why We Drink or Mile Higher, but um, something similar kind of happened where this girl was walking out to her car after closing, um, and I think, I'm pretty sure there was, like, somebody in the car waiting for her and had a gun to her head and was like, oh we're gonna drive... Oh, my God. I, I don't that even know. That terrifies she, me. She drove, like across a few states i don't know where she was to california oh my god and um 
thing that I can't even remember. I just remember like there was a point that was made that was like she's alive because she had like, I don't know, set like an alarm or something. It was, oh, it was because she didn't get raped. That's what it was because she was like an alarm went off Mm -hmm. because I think it was like the next morning. So she should be like waking up for work. Or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, what was that? And she was like, oh, it's my alarm. I have to take, like, my HIV pills or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, basically she was, you know, saying, like, oh, I have a STD. Something I need to do. Yeah. She was saying, like, oh, I should be taking my, like, STD pills or something. Mm-hmm. In reality, she didn't have one. Mm-hmm. But because she said that she had an STD, like, this guy was like, oh, okay, never mind. Like, after all of that, after forcing her to drive across states Well, he, like, he was pretty crazy. Like, he did a lot more stuff than that. Yeah. Um, but basically, he, like, had her hostage for a few days. Mm-hmm. And she believes, I think, that that's what kind of, like, saved her from being raped. Was that she was kind of, like, quick thinking, like, oh, my alarm went off. Like, how can I use this to my advantage, you know? Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, like, I have to take my, you know, my CD pills or something that's, like that. That's smart. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I would have never thought of that. Uh-uh. And now I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, and like, that's the thing too, is like, I mean, I listen, I, I listen to Morbid. Like I'm working through all their, every, all their episodes, you know, I'm trying to get through all of them. And like some of the cases are more like survivor stories, which mm-hmm. I really, really enjoy yeah. because it's focusing less on the who did it more on the who survived it. Yeah. And, like, I read this one, and it was, like, this lady, and she, like, she was going through, like, a divorce or a separation Mm -hmm. or something, and she got home, and someone was in her home, and, like, the alarm wasn't going off. I think I listened to this one. She was a nurse? Yes! Yes! Yes. Okay, this is is what I sent you, right? Yes. Okay. And I hope this... this, Maybe this podcast will turn into a a podcast (laughs) podcast about podcasts. podcast for you. Because that's what we're talking about right now, but we'll get back to books. But, um... Yeah, and, like, she survived it because she was, like, if I die, she I'm not... She was a fighter, yeah. Yeah, she was, like, I'm not gonna go down without people knowing that I fought, so I'm yeah. doing everything I can. Yeah. And she, like, ended up killing the dude that was trying to attack her. Yeah. And she was, like, a nurse. And she gave him a chance, too. She was, like, okay, like... You're gonna stop. Yeah, she was, like, I'm gonna give you a chance to, like, call it quits, and I will, like, call the ambulance And why are you doing you. this, and who did this? Yeah. yeah. And, like, he, like, smacked you in the head with a hammer or something, like, right yeah. off the bat. And she still was, like, uh-uh. Yeah. And it just, like, I love reading stuff like that because mm-hmm. it, I mean, <laughs> this, I don't want this to sound like I'm a terrible, like I'm waiting for terrible stuff. But no, like, yeah. I, it's good to think that even in those situations when you think this is it, I might die alive, today. Yeah. It's, I know that I could. Yeah. Yes. Come out of it. Mm-hmm. Successfully. I mean, mm-hmm. granted, she did kill the man. Yeah. But she was like, it's me or him. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to be me. Yeah. And I just, I don't know, I really look, it's comforting in a way. Yes. Yeah. Like you uh, said, like you said, oh my God. Okay. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> You're right. It is comforting. Yeah. No, maybe that's why it is so soothing. Mm-hmm. I mean. I and like know. to know that they can get caught. Yeah. Even despite, I mean, granted, no matter how bad it was, but knowing that they can get caught. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so <laughs> we talked about the next books you're going to read. I'm going to talk about the next book I'm going to read. Because, <laughs> you know, sidetracking was great. What was that, like a 20-minute tangent? Maybe, but you know what? I'm not mad it happened. That was a good discussion. Yeah, um, we're here for it. My next book I'm going to read is, um, I might pronounce this wrong, I'm just going to say it, is uh, 
daughter or daughter because it's it's um it's katrin david's daughter's um like autobiography and she wrote it with rory oh is this the one that you bought when we were mckernan yeah i bought this when we were at barnes and nobles picking each other's book out yes because um if you don't know who katrin david's daughter is she won the crossfit games twice which is kind of it's like the olympics version of like mega athletes of crossfit um so that's normally where they get like the fittest woman on earth fittest Mm -hmm. men on earth it's because they win these games that are like taking an immense amount of kind of sounds like the hunger games but like it's so interesting yeah it's so interesting like i did crossfit at one point because i wanted like it's just the mental capacity because it it, i mean it is a sport but it's Mm -hmm. not a sport as in i have to be good at hitting a ball I have to be good at catching a ball. Yeah. I have to be good at throwing a ball. Mm-hmm. It's, like, I have to physically be able to do this movement with mm-hmm. so much weight. Yeah. And do this with my body. Yeah. And do this in this certain capacity. Or do, like, they always had, like, a, oh, my God, I don't even remember what it was called, uh, what they did, but there was this one called Murph, mm-hmm. and it was, like, the workout in dedication of, like, a former Marine. Mm-hmm. And it was, like oh, God, it's Murph Day. And, like, I never participated in one because I was new to all yeah. of it. But, I mean, like, it was running with a weighted vest, mm-hmm. push-ups, like, a squats, like, a mm-hmm. certain amount, and then you would go to on to the next thing. Yeah. And, like, they used to have them on Netflix, like, the CrossFit games and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was so interesting to watch because you'd follow these athletes. Yeah. And I still watch some of their YouTube channels because I think it's so interesting to see their routines and how they keep themselves, like, motivated. Mm -hmm. Um, And Catherine David's daughter is one of my favorites, and she was always one of my favorites. So I found this book, and I was like, I have to read that. Yeah. Because I know she got injured, and she wasn't able to compete again. Mm -hmm. So after I finish Fanocracy, fanocracy, I'm going (laughs) to read this one. And I'm looking forward to it a lot because... I already kind of know her story, and I am yeah. ready to learn more about it. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting that you say it, like it's not like other sports because um, I was listening to I think it was a Joe Rogan podcast, but I think it was with Mike with Mike Tyson, mm-hmm. and um, pretty sure maybe, mm-hmm. but um, he was basically saying how like mental. Is it boxing? Is that what he does? Or yeah, or yeah, or yeah, Mike Tyson or bo- boxing, yeah. Okay. It's when not he, WWE, so I think it's boxing. Yeah. He was basically saying how, like, mental that is, like, mm-hmm. and how, like, the, when they do, like, the stare down, like, the weigh-in, mm-hmm. like, oh, no, it was actually Joe Rogan that was saying this, because oh. he was, um, a boxer and fighter. I probably sound so stupid to y'all. I'm so sorry. But, um. You're good. But he was saying, like, when they do the weigh-in, like, that can, like, change everything. Like, that can change the game. Mm-hmm. If, like, you look into the other person's eyes and you just see, like, there's a little bit of fear. Like, they're kind of doubting themselves. Like, yeah, just like that. Like, everything can change. And how mental it is. Because it's not just about being... It's just intimidation. Yeah. Like, it's not just about being, you know, strong. But it's, like, mm-hmm. having the confidence and, like, you know, doubt or not no doubt in yourself you know yeah and it like and it also depends on the other person too because yeah. if you are going in a little 
unsure mm-hmm. and then like you don't display that but they do yeah then you're like oh i got this you know yeah like, exactly and that's what he was saying too was like it's this very delicate balance of like training mm-hmm. enough that you feel like good and not overtraining. yeah to where you're like burnt that's out. all you're doing yeah exactly so and that's what he was saying was like you know all of that is going to show mm-hmm. at the weigh-in you know it's it's going to show on your face like mm-hmm. you're ready shoot, like should i have trained more like did i train too much or am i am i ready you know uh-huh. like all of that yeah see and like know. i'm gonna go back to crossfit because you said that and it made me think of this mm-hmm. like one of the i mean i didn't do it for very long because i was in college and it was very expensive mm-hmm. to do from like i mean it was like a hundred dollars a month to go oh, to like however many wow. classes you wanted to do that's so a lot, yeah. i think i paid for like one or two months but it was just i was in college yeah I pay my own bills yeah. for the most part. Like I, it's reasonable if that's what you want to do, and you can make the yeah. money for it. But at the point, I was I could not. Yeah, um, but I really did enjoy it, and part of the reason I enjoyed it was because of the community. Because like I used to mm-hmm. be that person that was like, when I'm working out, I don't want to be around anybody else. Like yeah. I go to the gym for two hours, I put my headphones in, mm-hmm. I do my stuff, and I leave. Yeah, and then. I started doing that, and it's crazy because it's people of all kinds. Like, there are marathon runners mm-hmm. that do CrossFit. There's people that just used to lift weights doing yeah. it. There's dads. There's moms. There's other, you know, just 20-something-year-olds that yeah. are single and just mm-hmm. wanted something to do. Yeah. And figured, hey. And it just, like, the community around it was really cool because you would do something... And if you're doing something wrong, someone will tell you, but it's very constructive. It's not, oh my God, you don't understand this. It's, hey, I don't want you to hurt yourself, Mm -hmm. so let's work on this. Mm -hmm. Like, in their very form, like, they want you to make sure you can do everything correctly before you do anything else. Yeah. Like, with weights. Like, it's like an Olympic weightlifting class, one of the classes Mm -hmm. that they offered. Um, I only did it once, and I was in so much pain afterwards, because you sit there and you think, oh, I'm just lifting stuff. Yeah. But it's the way you're lifting them. And mm-hmm. it was insane. But I love the community around it. And, like, yeah, you, like it's a whole group doing it. Yeah. And, like, if it's like, okay, we're going to do, you know, this many of this thing mm-hmm. at whatever weight you can handle. You yeah. know, don't max out. Mm-hmm. But, you know, push yourself a little bit. If someone got done and they were done and they were sitting on the floor, mm-hmm. they're cheering you on even if you're still going. Yeah. And it, it's like that until the very end. And I yeah. love that part about it because mm-hmm. it was like, like oh. There's no shame. Yeah, there's no shame. Yeah. They're like, you can do it. You just got to push through it. It's yeah. fine. You have five minutes left to get this done. You yeah. can do it. Three more. Yeah. And I <laughs> I should just go back to CrossFit. <laughs> I loved it so much. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you have the money for it. Like, my thing that I, like, always try and tell my boyfriend mm-hmm. is that, in my personal opinion, I think... If you have the money, I don't think there should be a limit or a budget on your hobbies mm-hmm. because those are so important to you as a person. Yeah, and they help you grow. And they help you grow, and it's just it's so important for your mental health too, mm-hmm. and your physical health. You know, yeah. like I think if you like doing something and you have the money for it, or you can like you know kind of manipulate your budget mm-hmm. to fit it yeah. for that, I think go for it. Like, I mean, I I hardly see any. I don't know, like, not been or <laughs> negative. Yeah, there's just there's no not, downside. Yeah, there's hardly any investing in your investing, hobby. Yeah, to investing in yourself because I think investing in your hobby is investing to yourself. Yeah. So. See, and I keep telling myself I'm gonna I need a hobby because like 
I just started like a nine to five job. Yeah. And then I come home and I'm like, what am I going to do? Like I could nap, but then I'm going to wake up at 8 30 PM, make dinner and then just go right back to sleep. Like I need something to do with my time. Yeah. And that's, um, actually how I started getting into embroidery is because I was looking for a hobby because I mean, I like to read, you know, Mm -hmm. I've always loved to read. That's always been one of my hobbies, but Sometimes um, it's hard to force yourself to read. Yeah, and I think, like, just incorporating different, like, senses or, like, I don't know, like... Different, like, things. skills. Yeah, different skills. Like, you know, reading is very, like, I don't know, cognitive. And mm-hmm. um, I think embroidery is very, like, working on your motive skills, I guess, even as an adult. Yeah. You know, and just kind of concentrating on one thing. And it's very soothing and relaxing to me. And I'm also looking to get into, like, a more physical hobby now yeah i've gotten like those two down let's go try crossfit (laughs) i think crossfit might be a little bit too much for me i'm not gonna lie (laughs) okay Uh, let me i'm gonna my first day okay they they used to have like free saturdays Mm -hmm. so like you go to like a certain time slot and you can sign up and it's free and Uh there's like an introductory kind of thing like if you want to see what it is yeah and the very first day i went i fell on like i face planted in front of everybody (laughs) there but, like, everybody's so supportive. They were just like, yeah, you got yeah. up. Like, yeah, you can do it. I believe in you. Yeah. <laughs> they can modify everything. That's the thing. Because, like, I'm not physically capable mm-hmm. of a lot of things. So I'm just, like, my mobility is bad. Like, I can't. I'm not flexible. <sighs> Same. They can yeah. modify everything. Yeah. Everything. So I'm telling you, like, if you ever want to try, I'll, I'll go with you. Is CrossFit, like, is it very, mm, I don't know, how do I it's very like intense like is it very high energy or is it more like slow paced weighted it depends okay because like sometimes they'd be like okay today we're gonna work on this or that Mm -hmm. um like grip Mm -hmm. or being able to do a Mm pull-up and like that ruins your hands because your grip yeah is you know that you're on bars but they do chalk and they like if you need a minute, they're not like, no. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, please go sit down. Like, please take care of yourself. Yeah. And, but then, like, some days, like, my first class that I, like, officially went to, mm-hmm. um, we did burpees. Mm-hmm. And we ran. And the next day, I, like, could get in and out of my car without... Yeah, I think I would throw up, probably. I couldn't... <laughs> doing burpees. I couldn't get in and out of my car without pushing myself out of my car, like, falling into it. <laughs> Because my body was just like, uh-huh. Yeah. But, like, it can be. But then, like, some days you'd show up and they'd be like, it's a yoga day because you have to have some days where you don't put your body Yeah. And I really love yoga. Maybe that'll be my thing. I yeah. love yoga. So we did, like, CrossFit. It was, it was called Swollen Flexi. You get Swollen oh. Flexi. <laughs> and I, I so still cute. love it. I think it's so funny. Yeah. But there are some days they're like, we're going to do some CrossFit yoga today because you need that. Yeah. And they're very big on it. They're yeah. like, please don't push yourself past the point of comfort yeah all the time yeah i love yoga and i love doing um have you ever done zumba i'm sure my pe class in middle school had us do something okay not that kind of zumba <laughs> but yeah i took um i took a few classes at i used to have like you know the pass that they sell at the rec center uh-huh sorry i used to use <laughs> see i didn't i never I took advantage of those oh i love those um yeah and I wish, like, I had taken more advantage every single semester of it. But it's just, you know, some semesters it's just, like, really hard. Or, you know, yeah. It's just, You're doing you know, a lot. A student, you know. Yeah. Yeah. 
but um, I love doing Zumba. It's it feels awkward at first because they kind of like basically they're like, okay, we're gonna start, and then it's just like go into it. Yeah, you just go into it. But like the more you go, the more you like get used to like the. I don't know, the dances or the movements, I guess. Mm-hmm. and Like, more comfortable. And- yeah, and it's, like, always, like, it's, like, nonstop movement. Uh-huh. And it's fun. Like, you're just, like, just jamming out. You're not thinking about it. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to do more of that. See, and I thought about going to the rec center when quarantine hit, but by the time it, like, opened, I, I had graduated, so I couldn't go anymore. You can still go. Even if I'm not a student? Yeah. Um, you just get, like, a, a sponsor, which is basically just somebody, like, like, I could... Just get a student who's going there? Yeah. Huh. And they'll just basically say, yeah, you... You can come I don't understand, me. yeah, I don't understand the point of a sponsor, really, but... That makes it sound like, like, you're helping me, like, like, through, like... <laughs> I hear sponsor, yeah. I think, like, AA. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand the point of it, but basically, I've never like, heard that before. Yeah, no, like, did if, that. You, if you've ever, like, when you're at the rec center, if you've ever seen anybody that probably looks like they're not a student, they're probably not, but they mm-hmm. may know a student, mm-hmm. and that's how they're there. Like, you can get, like, all you need is someone to come in with you to get your membership. That's all you need. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know they did that. Anyway, it's just okay. Yeah, it is more expensive, though. I'm obviously. sure. Yeah, it's more expensive than, like getting a regular gym membership that's for sure but yeah okay that's good to know we really go off on tangents on here i mean i I mean i think this is basically what the podcast is going to be like when we're talking about books it's just like whatever comes up from here to here yeah those topics yeah yeah okay so we've talked about our last three books our current books and our next books i think I think that was a good introduction. Yeah. You think so? Yeah, I think so. I think the thing recorded the whole time. <laughs> the last time we tried to do this, um, I didn't know how to work our oh, yeah, recording it was equipment. Quite a mess. So we got like an hour in and then we're like, oh hey. <laughs> Here we were and I was like, oh hey. I think it like had recorded like the first thirty seconds and we were just like off talking for like an hour. Yeah. We're busy trying not to focus on the fact that it was recording. Yeah. And we're just like, oh, crap. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we do have a lot of interesting, fun things that we would like to do. And talk about. With, yeah, with the podcast. Um, we want to do like some lasting impressions mm-hmm. of books that we've read. Um, favorite authors favorite authors you want to maybe interview a few librarians mm-hmm. safely screen social distancely yeah distance distancing social distancely yeah words <laughs> they're hard we want to talk about banned books yes local, local arth- yes. Uh, authors <laughs> authors <laughs> yikes <laughs> but yeah we we have a good variety i think planned out yeah so bear with us because i mean you're gonna have to put up with some random tangents but i yes. hope i hope they're okay yeah I, they're they're related to what we're yeah. talking about to some extent yes so i mean that's like the whole premise of the, the, the podcast you're so. right it is if you are not into tangents this may not be the podcast for you but hopefully it is we invite everybody yeah because yeah. this is this is just us talking it's just how it works yeah <laughs> So, all right. 
Well, thank you guys for listening. Yeah, and if you're, I think our next talk podcast will be about the residents, which yes, talked about earlier. Yeah, but um, that's it. Peace out. (laughs) Have a nice day. Oh, we didn't even. What we're filming this on election day. Oh, yeah, it's election day. It's election day. Please make sure you voted. And be safe. And if you don't think you're registered to vote or don't have an ID, request a provisional ballot. You are legally allowed to request a provisional ballot. You can at least try to vote. Yes. At least attempt. Yes, I mean, and look up the rules if you do do that because there are certain things you have to do. Like, you have to vote in your precinct that you're assigned. Yeah. And you have to go show ID, like, within so many days after... And, like, look it up. Make sure you know your rules for your yeah. area. Because those are just what I know in ours. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. So. We'll see y'all next time. Well, not see y'all. You will You'll hear, hear us. Next time. <laughs> um, hopefully things aren't too bad by then. Yep. And catch you on the other side. Catch you on the flip side. <laughs>